Today we're talking about a simple strategy you can use to overcome your limiting beliefs. So I walk you through kind of a one-two punch that you can give to those. I talk through kind of the mentality behind it and why it's important to set up your practice this way. Um, And we walk through all of that today. So tomorrow we're going to start to set up how we transition into this new place. Once we start eliminating and overcoming those limiting beliefs and trust this is like a process. You got to just keep showing up and doing the work and doing the work and showing up against that limiting belief and shutting it down and coming back cuz it's it's going to come back. We can only trick it for so long. And that's why changing that experience around that belief is so vital here. So That's what you're tuning in for today. These are simple, it's a simple strategy uh, that you can use to overcome any limiting belief that you have. Now, I do caution you as um, you go through this and you start thinking of it, don't start with all five. Start with one and show yourself how effective this strategy is, right? Prove that to yourself first and then start diving into the other ones. But today, I really want to get laser focused on one strategy, on one limiting belief that we can strategize around and start focusing there. So um, we can start there, show movement there, show ourselves because that's going to be the proof point, right? You don't sign up for a weight loss thing and not lose any weight and go, I'm pretty sure it's still working. No, you'd stop that right away and you'd stop spending money on it, right? We have to show proof to ourselves that this works, that this is transitioning us past it. And that's what this simple strategy is going to do for you. It's going to allow you movement past one of your limiting beliefs So you can start getting past that one and then we can start pushing this on our other ones and start showing up for those other things as well. So excited that you're here. Let's do this. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. We talk about your dreams where they died, why they died, how you come back, how you recover from that death, where you wrote yourself off and why you never thought you should dream again. That's what we dive into every day. It is a one-on-one look at the rebirth and recovery of you taking hold of your life and living your life on your terms. Please join us. Hey, everybody. I did not adjust my microphone right. So here we go. There we are. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to ground ourselves in our greatness. That's how we start every day. It's a thing. Okay, so my great thing from yesterday was, ugh, and I feel terrible about it today. I am not about to lie about that. Um, my body was just saying, hey, sister, 
we're going to need some party pizzas. Like, that's what I'm saying to you right now. Go get party pizzas today. Party pizzas. Go. You know those little, you probably ate them when you were like drunk in college. I actually remember my senior year of college going on spring break and us going to the store and only buying those pizzas and Mountain Dew. And that was like our fridge for the week. That was all that we ate. We didn't have money to eat anywhere else. We didn't have anything. We bought the cheapest pizza that we could find. And that's alcohol, party pizza, repeat. Alcohol, party pizza, repeat. It was just vodka, Mountain Dew, party pizzas. That's it. It's where I lived my life. Senior year, one week of crazy. I never went on spring break. That was my first one. That was my last one. And uh, I think you need to experience it. Um, I don't know that I would ever want to experience it again. I don't know that it's my favorite experience of my life other than it was like one of the truly spontaneous, just living for yourself moments that I just loved. You just went and did and met new people. And I love meeting new people and experiencing them. And I'm so here for it. So yesterday, I just was like, hey, I hear you. You know what? And and I used to be like, no, no party pizzas. How dare you even think of party pizzas? No. And I don't know, for whatever reason, my body was just like, hey, party pizzas. Let's go. So I bought about six. I cooked every single one of those six, which is insane considering there are only four of us and two of those people are tiny adults. Um, and I cooked all six and I ate one and a one and three fourths and it felt epic truly epic and then I even went crazier and also bought the triple fudge brownies like in a box like hey, if I ever gave you any rules for like five ingredients or less, I definitely just went against that with the party pizzas. And then I followed that one up with a box of brownies. But like, sometimes, right? Sometimes. And so I'm just listening to my body and we're walking down the high V aisles and I go, oh, shoot, <laughs> triple fudge. And then I was like, you know, those chunks just aren't really chunky enough. So I bought some additional chunks and then I followed up my one and three-fourths party pizza um, mowing episode with a fudgy chocolate-filled brownie that I made. And here's the great thing about that. One, I wasn't like, for hours saying, hey, Hannah, you're a bad person for even thinking that you want that thing. How dare you? I was like, hey, Jordan, I really just want some party pizzas. I know that's so crazy. It just reminds me of college. I don't know why. I just want those. Um, so I'm going to grab those on my way home. That's what we're going to have for supper. I just am feeling that way right now. And usually I'd be like, no, how dare you? curse you for thinking these things. 
disastrous. That is not five ingredients or less. And yesterday I was just like, you know what? Hasn't been easy. We're not going to go down this road for like the next week. I'm not loading up on this stuff. But like today, today, can we just have some brownies and some party pizzas? Yup, we can. And I didn't think of it past that. That was it. We had party pizzas. I ate way too much. I woke up this morning. I was like, ugh, that feels terrible. You know what, Ham? It's okay that you went there. It's okay. Um, But do you like feeling this way? And no, I don't. I don't like working out and feeling like I'm going to vomit. I don't like working out and feeling like my whole stomach's up in my throat. I don't like waking up and feeling like I have a hangover. So, no. But my body asked for it. My mind asked for it. Whichever one was asking. And I said, you know what? We're not going to beat ourselves up over that. Let's do it. Right. And then the next day I'm like not beating myself up, but truly listening to my body and my body saying, whoa, sister. Ugh, that's not, that's not, this is not a common place for us. Let's not do that again. Or let's do that again. And it's okay. Right. It's okay. I didn't die. I didn't gain. I probably did gain about 20 pounds in just like salt. And I can feel that. Right? And I'm still here. I'm still me. I'm still focused on the things that I'm focused on. And yesterday, my body asked me to take a break for whatever reason. And I did. And I'm just gonna go ahead and forge ahead today right? Make it up. I'm actually craving green whole foods. Like eating like that just doesn't even sound good. And yesterday it sounded so amazing and heavenly. And I think giving in fully, like, all right, fine, let's go. Let's go there. What are you saying, buddy? What do you want? Right? And giving in fully and just allowing myself that space allowed me to get, you know, like if I had just gotten my kids the party pizza and then I took a bite of it. I think that craving would continue on. And I'm not saying go eat a pizza and a three-fourths of another pizza anytime that your body calls for it. But really, it's okay. Like, we're human. And right now, our human stance is being so challenged that right now it's just we're being called to be a little more human than normal, right? Those things, those comfort measures, we're really calling in. And I think not allowing yourself some wiggle room right now isn't a way to live. Everything's hard, right? It's getting a little bit better. It's coming back around to a little more normal. Um, But it is, it is challenging. And so I think, you know, my great thing really from yesterday was just listening to my body, giving into it and coming back this morning and waking up and and feeling how that felt. Um, And maybe that just needed to push me past kind of this moment that I'm experiencing right now. And dude, epic, right? Epic proportions of growth here. I don't 
I never felt myself beating myself up for wanting those things. I didn't. I just said, okay, let's go. Bought it, ate it, didn't beat myself up over how much I ate until this morning when I'm like, oh, wow, that was a lot of pizza and brownies. Um, but even that wasn't beat up. That was just like, that's how much I ate. Wow. Go me. And I eat a lot. I can't even describe how much food I eat. Um, but listening, listening and just allowing, right? So that's my great thing from yesterday. I just ate what I craved. And I think giving in, you know, allowing yourself that 80-20, it's okay. Once in a while, we're going to just eat a party pizza and we'll get through it. Um, giving yourself that space, right? And giving it in these instances where you're called to it and then coming back, right? Coming back. So this morning I was just like, oh, I remember this feeling, like what that feels like in your body. I don't want to live there, but I understand. And we're moving on. I mean, yeah. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time to recognize yourself for your great thing. Did you make the bed? I don't know what you did, but every day be practicing your greatness, be practicing saying your great thing out loud to the mirror, to the phone, to your Snapchat, to wherever. Start this movement. Start this movement with groups of women that you're in, right? Any meeting that you start, anything that you start, you can ground yourself in greatness. And what does that do? It gets everybody more confident speaking to their greatness, and that will pay dividends no matter what industry you're in, no matter what work you're doing, it's going to pay off for them, for you, for everyone. Confident women who can speak to their greatness do great things. Seen it. Seen it happen. That's all I got to say on that. All right. So yesterday we talked about feeling lost right now. Who doesn't, right? Like literally feeling the lostest. <laughs> um, and we talked about like today, what you could do. So yesterday, what you can do now to start realigning your life, to come back in stride when we get through this moment, because we're nearing the um, kind of a level off, right? And we'll probably go back for a little bit. But I think Right now, if we could start taking steps, we could start building up kind of that alignment piece that we're all looking for. And I hear from people a lot that that's a place of contention. And I know from my own story, it was like, what am I even about? Right? Because I can be about a million things. And trust me, I was. I wore every hat proudly. I was like, this hat, that hat, this hat, that hat. I could do all things, all things. Don't question me. I can stop sleeping. I am confident in that. But as you start, <laughs> I actually can. Um, as you start adopting more hats, you start losing that alignment. And I think the greatest thing from this pandemic really has been this ability to look inward and really start thinking about the things that matter for you. Um, like big time, what are those things? And it gave you space to really think through and listen to yourself. And so as you've started to listen to yourself, I think 
you've started to hear what actually matters as you've taken time to sink back, as you've taken time to be with your family, as you've taken time to just pull back from everyone and kind of be your own entity. And as you do that, as you have time with your mind and your body, you can start to figure out what that list is going to be, right? What are those things? And so yesterday I just called you to write down what your dream day would be. And then write down the limiting beliefs that came up as you were writing down that dream. Now, if that didn't happen for you, two things. One, you may be one of the most epic people that exists on this planet. Seriously, if you have no limiting beliefs, what are you doing here? Seriously, go, go change the world. You don't need this podcast. Keep going. If you don't have anything holding you back, I don't really know why you're still listening. Go, go. Don't listen to anything. Go do, go do, go do. Second thing, if you didn't have any limiting beliefs, you probably aren't writing down a dream day that actually challenges you. Like your actual dream day. So if you didn't have those two things come up one stop listening to this podcast and go do two you might need to go back to the drawing board and write down something that actually challenges you because trust me I've written it down before I've sat through webinars I've sat through um, trainings and conferences where they're like write it down dream big and I've wrote down something safe and I'm like oh cool I could like start on that tomorrow go me And it's not about not being able to start, right? It's about movement. It's about just going and figuring it out. And writing something down that actually pulls out you saying those mean, hurtful, limiting beliefs. So that's kind of how you know you're on the right track. Mm, unless you're like super awesome and you have no limiting beliefs. So if you wrote something down and limiting beliefs came up, then this is what we're going to do today. This is what we're talking about today. This is the topic of said episode. Those limiting beliefs that you wrote down, what do they look like? What do they sound like? Then we're going to coach you through how to overcome one limiting belief today. And the cool thing is... Once you apply this to one and you see how that works and you see movement and you're able to talk yourself out of that one easily, you can just go ahead and copy paste the exact episode. Oh my goodness. The exact exercise that we went through today and apply it to all of your limiting beliefs, right? And you're going to set them all up a little bit different. But the key thing here is we have a belief that we want to shift. And a lot of times we just act up here, right? We're like, okay, I don't want to think that anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and like, I don't want to believe that here's my limiting belief. I can't work out. I can't stick to it, right? Maybe that's the limiting belief. I never stick to it, blah, blah, blah. So what we do is like 
go to these motivational conferences and we get all pumped up or we watch like we follow a really good coach online and we see our motivational quotes and we're like, yeah, we're all in. We join that accountability group and we're pumped up and maybe we stick with it for like a month to six weeks. And right at about that month to six week mark, we start hearing those limiting beliefs come back, right? Because we can trick them. We can trick them with action for a little while. So that action is going to stick for a little while, four to six weeks. And right around that mark, unless we change that belief, you're going to start to go back a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then that action just falls flat, right? How many times have you kind of created a step-by-step plan and it worked flawlessly and you stuck to it and you killed it and you were like yes this is gonna be it and then slowly but surely you got back that's because you didn't go deep enough we gotta go deeper right and so right under that belief bar right under that belief layer is an experience and so we have to change that belief before any action actually gets us a result. So that's where we're going to work. That's what we're going to get. We got to get below that belief layer. If we only create action plans up here, we're never going to change it. We're going to trick ourselves for a little while, right? We can get all amped up and jacked up. Um, But if you're anything like me, you'll outlast that, you'll start going back into it and you'll stop again. Start, stop, start, stop, start, stop all over every time, right? So we're going to take one limiting belief today. As you wrote your list down yesterday, you wrote down what your dream day would look like. And then you wrote down the result of writing that down where your mind went. So uh, if it were me, prior to working myself through my own limiting belief exercises. Um, If it were me, I am not smart enough. That's my big one. I'm not smart enough. That stems all the way from me being a seven-year-old. Ugh, right? I'm not smart enough to fill in the blank. Right. I'm not smart enough to say things. I'm not smart enough to start a business. I'm not smart enough to all the things, right? Fill in the blank. There's enough of them. I don't want to get into it. So if I wrote down my dream day, hey, this is what it looks like. And when I said that and thought that instantly, these three things came up. So we're going to work on one of those three things. So let's go ahead and star one of those three things. For me, it's I'm not smart enough. So I'll walk you through exactly how I overcame this belief for myself. And you'll see that in all of my branding, in most of it, I'm kind of working into a space where I go proper. Um, But it's such an important part of this step. So for me, in order to change that belief, I had to change that experience. So I took, I'm not smart enough to write, right? I can't blog. I can't write Insta posts. I'm going to have errors. I'm going to have mistakes. And I started to say, okay, well, what's the opposite of that? 
well, just write with mistakes, right? So then I like stress that, okay? Let's write with mistakes. They're gonna happen. Let's just start doing it. Let's make a daily habit of it. So how can I write with mistakes every day and still show myself that people will still listen and read and participate with it? Because when I was at a conference, I saw in this big fancy book that there were still errors in it. So then I'm just like, you're stopping because you think it has to be perfect? Because you think you're not smart enough? Look it. This is the champion of all people doing the exact work that you want to do. Here's an error. Go. You don't have an excuse, sister. So then I'm like, okay, if we were going to do this, let's start shifting this limiting belief, right? So I like to set you up with a daily habit around that limiting belief. So the great things that we start our show with, that's because of a limiting belief that women don't believe that they're great enough. So we set up a daily habit, right? We set up a daily habit. So you start practicing and creating a new experience around that. It's a thing. So that's where we're going to start. Okay. I'm not smart enough. My habit is going to be every blog post that I write, everything that I compose and write is going to have errors in it. So if you look back, if you look at my show notes, if you look at my Instagram posts, if you look at my YouTube channel, if you look at my webpage to now, I think that my webpage really is properly formatted, but most of the content that I produce was produced around this experience that I was trying to shift for myself, right? I'm not smart enough. So my daily habit is going to be writing with errors. I don't capitalize anything. Huh? Did you notice? Did it bother you? It may have. Um, so I don't capitalize anything. And that was just to create a daily habit, shutting down this limiting belief. Okay, so one habit that you could do every single day to shut this down. Because what happens is right around that four to six week mark, when you are like, hey, I'm going to go back. This really isn't working. I don't see it. You're going to look back and go like I did. Hey, no, your intelligence isn't being questioned here because people are liking your Instagram posts and people are listening and people are reading your blogs. So you're okay, right? So you've automatically, by creating this habit, you have automatically... Oh my gosh, that sounded weird. You've made a daily example of it being okay. And so when you look back, you already have that muscle flex, sister. You've already been there, right? You've you've seen it. And you've created enough examples of you doing that and being successful and working through there that you're like, hey, I'm going to keep going, right? Because you're going to question it. It's going to come up, but calling that demon out, giving it a name, right? I'm not smart enough. I know that that's going to come back up. I know that I'm going to outlast it for a little while, but I know right around that four to six week mark, it's going to come back up, right? 
when it comes up, we have four weeks, four to six weeks of a daily experience shutting that thing down. Boom. That's huge. Then second, so let's go ahead and create that thing. What is it for you? Um, For me, I'm not smart enough. If I'm going to create a daily habit around that one and I'm creating content or I'm um, writing something or I'm going to go to school, whatever that looks like, right? What can I start doing today that I can do every day? So maybe that's as simple as saying into the mirror. Um, You're smart. You are smart, right? And that may not be strong enough for you. That's not really an experience. Um, But if it grows your confidence in your intelligence, so let's create an experience that is like that, right? That is like our great thing, okay? If I'm not smart enough is one of the things that's going to hold you back, maybe you can practice saying in the mirror every day somewhere that you exhibited your intelligence, right? You can do that. That's going to create an experience for you around that limiting belief. Huge, right? So take your one limiting belief, then I want you to, ding, 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 write down what you are going to do, a tangible thing that you are going to do every day around that limiting belief, whatever it is for you. And if you're struggling with this, go ahead and jump in one of my DMs. Find me on Facebook or Instagram or email me. Um, My email's at the bottom of all the show notes. Shoot me an email. Hey, Hannah, I heard what you said. Here's my limiting belief. What experience could I create around that? Struggling with it. I would love to help you with that. Okay, so creating an experience. Mine is I'm not smart enough to do a blog. I'm going to have mistakes. I'm going to have errors. So I start creating an experience where I do, right? I just allow myself the freedom to have errors and start showing myself that people will show up anyways, right? And I'm like hard flexing trust. I don't do things light. You probably are aware. Um, So I hard flex on that one and I start to just start creating content that has errors. Okay. And right when I started to question it, I was like, no, people still like that, Hannah. People still saw that and they did a little heart. You're okay. You're not that dumb. Keep going. Right. But I had an entire month of a daily experience that told me the exact opposite. You are smart enough. People will like you even if you don't think you're good enough. You are. So, oh my goodness, we are almost on the end of our time. So the second thing that I want you to do is create three sentences that are go-tos for you that are going to shut that down. So we're going to create our experience to shift this belief, we're going to create that new experience, whatever it is, but it needs to be daily. Okay. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to write a blog with errors in it, unless that's where you're headed, sister. But what is it for you? Um, And again, if you're struggling with this, I'm here for you. Shoot me your limiting belief that you're trying to work on and I'll help you come up with an experience that you can create every day around that limiting belief. Okay. So the second thing is, 
create three statements that shut that down that are going to be your go-to because these will be your first like triggers to shut that down. And eventually, once we've created enough of an experience around this, once we've shifted you past that limiting belief, eventually these statements will just be your go-to. And I'm in statement phase where I don't need this experience anymore to show me. I don't have to pull back and go, oh, are people still liking it even though I have errors? I already know. Like, we're past that. So now I'm just in like... Hey, go ahead and shut up limiting belief phase, right? And so I created three go-to phrases for me. So I'm not smart enough. One of my go-to phrases is, um, someone just told you you were not smart enough. You are, right? Then my second one would be, look at the rooms you've been in. You are. Then the third one might be, that's the wrongest thing you've ever said about yourself. You're so smart, right? And those were silly ones, but like, those are the things that I want. And and when you create that, I need you to create something that's based on something that you've done, right? So don't just toss out like, hey, you are smart enough. It's not strong enough. I want you to base it in a reality that exists around that limiting belief. And you may not have strong enough ones yet, right? But as we start to flex that muscle, you're going to see it. So it may be as simple as, for me, in the early stages of this, one of my phrases was, you are smart enough and people like it regardless. Because it's not about perfection. It's just about telling a story, right? And so that was one of my early ones. Now I just need like quick hitters. Whenever it comes up in my head, I'm like, come on, you're wrong, right? And now I've gotten to that place because I created that experience around that limiting belief and I did it every day. And now I'm like so far shifted past that, that the second that it comes up, I'm like, whoa, sister, we're not going there. No, thank you. I'm not owned by that limiting belief anymore, but I appreciate you trying to come back, right? And I flex that muscle enough times that we're built up now. We got the big daddy biceps here, people. Sorry, my dad always had the biggest biceps and like that was a thing. I just loved how strong my dad was. (laughs) But like really, as we flex that muscle and we start to create habits around that, And that creates an experience where it actually allows us to transition and shift past that thing that was holding us back and it becomes inherently easier. But had we just started up here at this action phase, we'd phase out of that quicker than what I'm talking about here. Um, So once again, if you're struggling to like come up with those phrases, something tangible, go ahead and reach out. I'll help you walk through that. Um, I do have a couple of live sessions that are going to be planned. Hopefully they'll fall into episodes that are coming up of walking someone through this, coaching them through how to do this. Um, so you can hear how I help someone with that, but you don't have to wait for that. I can do that with you if you just are willing to talk it through. Also, if you want to 
um, sign up for that coaching. I am looking for people to be live coached on their limiting beliefs, on transitioning this, on realigning their life. So if you're into that, um, you can just hit me up at any of those places. So go ahead and find me there. You can look in the show notes. That's where you'll find my email and you can reach out. Uh, That's going to do it for today. Remember, you are going to transition one of your limiting beliefs today. Don't go crazy. Okay. Don't do all seven. I know. Okay. Start with one. See movement with one first. And then you can start to do this. But if you go all seven, you're going to create so many habits for yourself. You're going to create so many new experiences so fast that you're going to burn out on all of them. I want you to just focus on one. Okay. For the next six weeks and really dive into that one, really get deep with it and see what movement you can make with that. Because if you can prove to yourself that you can do this with this one, You're going to have more success doing it with the others. And I know, I know right now you're going, oh my gosh, this is the roadmap that I needed. I'm so here for this. And you're like, I have 12 limiting beliefs. Okay. She's saying all I have to do is do this one thing. I'll do that. Here, here's all 12. Let me start writing these down. Okay. This is what I'm going to do for this one. This is what I'm going to, okay. Slow your roll. I know I'm with you. I would do the same exact thing every single time. I want you to slow. Just show yourself movement on this one. Which one do you want to slash need to commit to now? Focus on that one. Okay. That's all that I have for you today. I'm so thankful that you are here to overcome those limiting beliefs. Start setting yourself up to actually overcome them. Yes, this is the step to realignment. We have to get through these first. We have to start shutting those down and creating and flexing those muscles of overcoming these things, right? How do we do that? We do it every day, folks. Let's go. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. As always, you can find me at Hannah Nuss, pretty much anywhere. Uh, But if you want to reach out to me, my email's in the show notes, and you can always head over to nussinc.com. That's kind of where everything else lives. So find me. I'm here for you. I want to help you create those things because it really comes down to the specificness of what you're writing and how you're doing this. So let's get specific with it. Uh, Thank you. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.